Walking Circle Studio. He's like, Maybe hey, bro, can uh, I don't have any cash, but I got a, I got some trade. And I'm like, okay, bring it on. You know, what you got? And he goes, I got I got a really cool stereo. I'm like, cool. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> we should start recording now. Oh, it's already been recording. <laughs> so he goes, he, go, he goes, uh, I got this cool radio. He shows up at my house and and I shit you not. He had a car stereo, but it was still attached to the dash of a car. Like he ripped the dash of the car off because he couldn't figure out how to do it, and just took the whole dash. And he's like, "Here," and I'm like, "What the, the fuck, door. man?" They're like, "Dude, there's a driver still stuck to it." Like, he's like this. He's like, yeah, "No, like he... little Hawaiian girl, that little skirt, like a little walking." Oh my god, dude! Uh, I, I like looked down, like, "What's wrong with you?" And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh god, here, here's." Twenty dollars. <laughs> You're supposed to do the thing. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Terminally Unique Podcast. This is. is Diva. Yeah, that's Diva, and this is Dean. <laughs> a little slow today. <laughs> a little bit slow. Hi, you guys. Pulling the trigger. And we're back. We're back. Yes, here back for another week. I think we're in our sixties now. We're the the sixty first episode. Wow. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Special episode time. today. It's super special. It is. It is. But first. How was your week? Oh, my week. Yep. Jeez, what did I do this week? I don't even remember what I did this morning. I feel like I was all oh, over the place. You're doing you other podcasts now. You're cheating on this podcast. All kinds of <laughs> Don't even going say that. <laughs> so I think I've been doing a lot of homework, you know, a lot of gym time, a lot of meetings. Okay. A lot of meetings. Yeah. And, um, you know, oh, I, I went to the convention, the AA convention, oh. and the Al Anon convention. Yes. Why'd you go to the Al Anon one? Because I, you, you know, just want to. Because I, I wanted know. to dip in all aspects. <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to see how to deal with the sick and be sick too. Okay. Like, all right. I swear, they're more sick than we are. I'm telling you, they yeah, are. You know, they're crazy. Their story, our, our, their stories are way crazier than than ours. I feel, but then you know. Yeah. But it was great. So, how's your week? Um, let me see. My week was spent at the Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, you're so lucky. Water slides. Yeah, nice and warm, you know. Got to keep it warm somehow. Oh, that smell. Yeah. Yeah, I went on this one where it it just literally, the floor drops out from me. Whoa. That was weird. And she's like, okay, put your arms, cross your arms and stuff. And and like, I know why she told me to do that because when when the floor came out, my hands came out. I was going to... If my hands were already out, I would have just stuck on there, on on the side of the thing, like, close the fucking door. I'm going to stay on here. Like an automatic response. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I went down, and I didn't kill myself, which was good. And the kids seemed to have fun, and and the beautiful Amanda had fun. So. You yeah. said her name now. I did. I said it. You a, gave the up quota. on that, huh? Before, you used to be like, my friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> my female friend. You know, the, never. the A. The A. <laughs> no, that was never me. Whatever. I've always been saying her name. Uh, yeah, it was a good week, though. And in general, in, in general, uh, speaking terms, it was a really good week. And we're like, looking to maybe possibly move. So that's, gonna, oh. that's kind of exciting. 
but talking circle. You know, the show the the show must go on. Yes, yes. So I don't know. Talking circle studios might be going over to some new owners. We don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Someone who's four <laughs> foot eleven. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about our one and our one of our two sponsors. Yeah. Let's talk about Dre's cut. Yeah. Dre yeah. The cuts. one. The one that I've been cheating on your podcast. With. You went on his podcast. I did, and you know what? It was awesome, and it was a great energy. And um, what's the name of his podcast again? Dre. Dre talks. Dre, Dre talks. talks. Yeah. Man. Dre He's, talks. It's getting better. The sound quality is better every episode. The 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 guests are better better every episode. Oh yeah, I I would say that because yeah, it was a fun conversation. I I know I listened to it. It was it was it was good. It was a good conversation. He's getting better at at the the whole. I mean, he's a good host in general. Yeah, so. you should check out his Instagram. He has really funny posts. Yeah, I love his I love his yeah, posts. They're great. pretty funny. Creative, I know actually. he's constantly making little, there, little yeah, videos. There was one where it's like this this guy's like using a um one of those uh tension uh things and then like half of it is is Dre and he's like using this scissor and it actually like the video on the bottom like the the little um tension rod like breaks on the guy but it looks like he's the one who cut it like but it's half of his video half the guy's video. Uh, you should check uh, it out on, on Instagram. Out. Yeah, I love I love his stuff. What is his it's Instagram? very entertaining and inspirational and fun. Okay, and then our second because you know why not, right? Talking Circle Studio. Hey, if you want to make a podcast, by all means, come visit. Come visit over here. It uh, it's a good way to put out ideas. It's a good way to popularize yourself or your business, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun too. And you get to invite your friends or somebody else in the industry. Sometimes it gives you a little bit of credibility where maybe you wouldn't have one. Mm-hmm. Have some. Mm. Have one. Have some. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, uh, I, you know, I, I use this, uh, I use this sometimes for, uh, for my business as a therapist, you know, I'll, I'll like let one of my clients listen to it or prospective clients. I'll be like, Oh yeah, I do a podcast. You'll listen to it. And believe me, I get a lot, I get a lot of calls. That's great. So it's been, it's been great. So I I would love to do more podcasts because I'm, I'm producing this one and a couple others right now. So awesome. please contact us here. At the Terminally Unique Podcast, and I will get you in hold of me, and then I will call you back, but with a different voice, though, so it'll be cool. All right, on to the show. You want to introduce her? Yeah, okay. I'm so excited. So I have one of my wonderful friends, and I consider her a sister in sobriety, who is raw, no fucks given, sometimes has no motherfucking filter, just Ooh. like me. And that's why I know she is very relatable, yes. you know? And um, she's gung-ho for this program. And I would like to introduce the lovely, the super sexy, Maria. Oh, hello, hello. Do I sound Hi. sexy? Oh, hello, everyone. Hi. This is Maria. Hi, Maria. <laughs> Thanks for that introduction. Loving it. She yeah. does. She does great introductions. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. That's why I bring her. Keep bringing her back. Oh yeah. So what's going on? How's it? How's, how's life? Man, it's been. My life is so full, and I know it sounds corny, but it really is. I know, right? Because like, usually, like, I'm a folder, right? Like, I'll be like, yeah, 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 totally, and like flake out. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those. Like, I'm not. I'm not the one that like 
is uh, has control issues, like y'all got control, you know. (laughs) Like go ahead, I'm just not gonna show up, you know. So you're a runner. Yeah, yeah, I can be. Yeah. Um, and then I historically, historically, yeah, I like to run. Um, I like to uh, like fold up and isolate and mm. like brew and fester resentment towards mm. you you know wow. that was me yeah that's, that's pretty cool so yeah. um let's give it let's get some of your stats like tell us a little bit about your your shiznit my shiznits uh yeah. i have a goc first what's oh your GOC? my uh my sobriety date is september 1st mm-hmm. 2020 oh Straight. I didn't COVID pick that baby. date. I didn't even pick that date. I'm not even one to be like, oh, on this date. Well, actually, uh, initially, I was supposed to like get sober after my birthday, which was in August, August 11th, and then A Leo, and then my daughter's oh, birthday. Yeah, most of my house is Leo. Oh, we're all Leo. Yeah, oh, geez, you guys yeah. fight a lot. No wonder we sure. like cats. Either we're like super like bonding, <laughs> or we're just like fire on fire. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, like it's crazy. You can cut the tension, like you know. But um, yeah, like I was supposed to get sober after my birthday, right? And then, like I turned thirty three, oh, you no. know, which is weird because now I'm like on this weird, like oh my god, that's when like Jesus Christ died. You know, right? I thought about Ooh. that when I got sober too, right? Like. So so then after I was like, well, you know what? My daughter's turning fourteen. Like, maybe I should do it after her birthday. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, actually, you know what? She was turning thirteen, and um, and she was gonna be out of town in Utah, and then we we're gonna follow because I couldn't get the time off. But man, Utah was a hot mess. Yeah, that was like Utah. The, that was like the final. You know, and it sucks because I always hear for real. Like I always hear people like, "Oh, dude, before I checked into like detox, I like went on a run and like I I like slammed a a freaking handle." And I'm like, "Yeah," I'm like, "Damn, I didn't even do that," you know. Before (laughs) (laughs) it was a slow, steady progression. It was a slow, steady like I was. I was completely. I was like. 24 hours sober um and i was supposed to be at work that day i did clock into work but like like two hours in i was like bro i can't like i can't like you clocked out yeah like i um i called the charter oak and i was like you know like shaky and i was like already gonna pick up but i don't know why i have like this thing where before I go to the doctors, I have to make sure that I'm like 100% okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'll call and be like, oh my God, I'm so sick. I'm dying. And then like right before I'm like brushing my teeth, like taking ibuprofen. And then I get to the doctors. And I'm like, see, you're okay. Yeah, Squeaky okay. clean. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't know why I had that idea that that's the way I had to check into rehab. Oh. Or I didn't even think I was going to check in. I was just like, uh... I need detox. Like, I think. I don't even know. I was all new to me. So you were a daily drinker? Yeah. So is that your DOC? Yeah. Okay. Uh, date of, yeah, September 1st. Uh, no, I was, no, no, no. Drug, drug, drug of choice. choice. Oh, my drug of choice. Um, For the most part was alcohol. Like, you know, it's funny. We heard someone share today, that guy real, like, mm-hmm. hey, I did it all, everything under the sun. But the one that took me out was alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, meth was a part of my story too. Yeah, me too. Cocaine was a part of my story too. Yeah. 
um you oh, know yeah. but uh but yeah alcohol was like kept coming back so let's roll it all the way back to the beginning where where'd you grow up I grew up in uh, Highland Park, Northeast Los Angeles. Okay. Oh, yeah. Born in like a uh, women and children's hospital um, right oh. there on, uh, in, um, right across the street from General Hospital and okay. um, pretty much grew up like in right Highland in Park. Highland Park the yeah. whole time? Yeah. Well, not most of the time. My, my parents are divorced. Um, my dad and my stepmom lived in Highland Park like... Uh, and then, like, around, I want to say, like, 96, 97, it started mm. getting really bad to the point where, like, police couldn't even, like, keep it down. Like, wow. police were getting yeah. killed and shot at by the gangs there. Yeah. It was bad in the 90s. Yeah. And eventually, like, my parents saved up and they bought a house and we moved out to Fontana. Wow. Um, that is a far move. It show what It was culture shock. Yeah. yeah. Complete. Like, yeah. total. Like, I've never seen brown people that didn't speak Spanish. Yeah, like, like straight yeah, up, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, what you... yeah, I was like, and I'd be like, the kitchen and then the guy's like, I didn't speak Spanish. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit, like damn, homie, you browner than me, you know. But <laughs> but where you know in Highland Park, it was mostly Asian or Mexican. Yeah, that was it. There was nothing else. Um, every once in a while, we'd have like a. a a random white guy. Like a random white guy. Like a stray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where am I? Hey, hey yeah, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then um, we'd have like a black family here or there that yeah. would like move in, you know? Yeah. And eventually moved out because the gangs there just couldn't. Yeah, they just yeah. couldn't, yeah. you know? And the then, avenues and what? The Highland Park Boys? Yeah. Uh, East Lake, mm. um, Cloverville, uh, Camsters, Crazy mm. Ass Mexican. Like it was just a, a whole mixture. Like every block had a gang. Right. You know? Right. So yeah. it's pretty much cleaned up now, right? Like 20, mm-hmm. 25 years later, it's like, so yeah, everyone's there. in like Victorville or Palmdale. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they just migrated, exactly. you know? Pretty much. Uh, to, yeah. to the jails, to the prisons yeah. there. The, the, yeah, <laughs> seriously. They didn't go there, yeah, they just oh, like gosh. outside, outside skirts. So, so, so what, what was it like growing up over there? I mean, like, do you remember like a lot of use? Was there use in your household? Or well, no? there wasn't, there wasn't use. There was a lot of like, drinking of okay. course okay. um the drinking it was funny because to me it was like fun relatable uh-huh. right like it was uh my dad drinking and i'd be like yeah i can go get some money for some hot cheetos you but know it's a culture thing though. yeah it was yeah. for sure and like you know it was women would drink but not not like it would be kind of on the low pro or like really but it was mostly the men and my dad, I guess, would get his paycheck, mm. go cash it, kick it with the boys, yeah. and then maybe come home or not, you know? Or not. Yeah. One, one or the other. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so, you know, it was it was normal. Like, the first drink I probably had was, like, I was probably, like, 11 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, like, when people bring their own bottle to a, a backyard buggy and was like, <laughs> yeah. boo, 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 here, go give this to your tia over there. Tell her it's Presidente with Coke. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I'm like... <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah. here you go, you know. It's all like halfway down. Seriously. <laughs> do, you, do you remember like liking it or not liking it or whatever? I remember liking the taste of Coke. Oh, you yeah. Know? But, yeah. But I was like, whatever, if I have to drink it with Presidente, it's cool, you know. Right. But I never really cared for the, 
I don't think I drank a- enough to like feel an effect. Right. Or maybe I did, but I just didn't, you know, it yeah. didn't really stick out to me mm. as okay. much. I, I just knew that that's what everyone, that's what everyone was doing. Mm. And all my little like older cousins, because I was like 11 and everyone else was like 15, 14. Uh, so they were already they like, were like yeah, pouring it up, Aww. you know, and I was yeah. just like, okay, like a dumbass just trying to right. kick in, blend in. But right. that was it. It wasn't really... Um, the mar- there wasn't really marijuana use. It was mostly just drinking, and it okay. was totally acceptable. Like, and so and so, you just kind of was were, was sneaking drinks for a few years. And mm-hmm. do you remember the first time you got drunk? The first time I ever got drunk, I was probably like thirteen. Oh, okay, I want to say, um, oh man, it was E and J. Oh, yeah, brandy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was not the business. Uh, that was probably the first. We had a neighbor that um, was, like, way older than us, and she used to, like, work at a grocery store, and um, and she would get, like, you know, like, employee discounts okay. for, right. for stuff, so... Or steal it, one of the two. Yeah, yeah whichever. <laughs> we don't ask no questions, you know? <laughs> That'd be free if you worked there. Yeah. Uh, Five-finger discount. For yeah. real. Oh, so, yeah, that was the first time I ever really got drunk by yourself or who did you it was like with with? a group of girls you know what's crazy like now that i have my own teenagers i'm like what the fuck but (laughs) um we used to like days where there was like a memorial day weekend or like we had that monday off Mm -hmm. we would have like our little friends like over at the house Uh and like my parents would literally be in the next room like just chilling watching tv and like all the girls would be in the room and like would bring out the bottle and like my sister would be crying and then somebody be like puking out the window like all this is happening while like my parents are in the living like in the bedroom like watching novelas like (laughs) (laughs) dude that's why i'm like oh my god i can't believe we got away with all this shit did you get away with it or was just you think it was cultural just like yeah they're home they can do this stuff. um sometimes it was culture like sometimes yeah. it was like that but most of the time we, we hit it well oh, okay. you know it was okay. a lot of there's a lot of that so you like you have a lot of siblings yeah well i come from like i said my parents are divorced um i have six brothers and sisters um full uh no oh, okay. like a lot of them are halves the only one blood brother that i have is my older brother oh, okay and um everyone else is like has different dads oh, okay oh. and then i have like three step siblings and then i have like two half brothers from like my dad and his new um wife and his That's new a wife lot. That's a big wow. yeah are you close to any of them like um for like yeah some of them you know every, a lot of them moved out of state oh, or okay. you know i have a brother that like um went missing for well my mom, I don't know, her and her baby daddy had a fallout. And he was like, one time was like, oh, let me take him to El Salvador. I want him to meet my family. Uh-huh. Took him when he was about 11th month. Never seen him. Wow. It wasn't until 2016 that my mom was like at a grocery store and she saw his dad and she, she was like, hey, well, 
like, where is he at? And he's like, he's right here. Like, 25 years wow. old, grown-ass oh, man, God. dude. That's a weird story. I yeah. love that one. Yeah, I love that. Sure yeah. How'd your mom take that? I mean, that must have been well, really hard. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, to get your... My mom is a recent citizen, and um, in order for her to get her citizenship, you know, they do, like, a whole, like... Yeah. They check everything. They're like, where's this kid? Where's this kid? Where's this... Yeah. So when they, when they came up to that question... Um, you know, at that time, I want to say my brother was probably like 15 years old. Uh-huh. And uh, when they questioned her, he's like, she's like, I don't know. Dad just took him, you know. Wow. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? You know, they yeah. were like getting crazy on her. They om- She almost didn't get her citizenship because, because of, that. of that. Wow. You know, but she had like some sort of proof that like he was with the her. Dad. Yeah. And all of that. Okay. So it was just, you know, um, that was a big, that was like in 2016, wow. you know, and, uh, and my That's pretty recent. Yeah, I was. And I remember her calling us and like, Oh my God. And we, we have, and I'm like, mom, like chill. Like, why don't you set up a separate date? Like you. And she just didn't want, she wanted all of us, all the siblings there kind of like her shield, you know? Yeah. But I was like, for what? Like I don't know. That was the thing. Like no, no. What, like what is this related to? To her citizenship or to no, the no? To like the baby? to see to see my like oh, to, to see, meet oh, and to brother. actually oh, okay. be like we went on a dinner oh, date. Oh, okay. Oh, that, yeah. How was that? Was that successful? It was we're successful. Like over, everyone. Right? Yeah, we're totally right. No, but it was um, it was it was successful to a point. But I remember, like, I remember that sticking out to me. I remember that day, like. I have to go to the liquor store. Yeah. Wow. Like, I have to prepare go. for this. How like, old were you? I, I was already grown. Like, I was probably like 28, 29. Okay. Yeah. Like, I was already, you know, I was a grown ass woman. So, my mom would always lean towards the older ones yeah. for, like, hey, uh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I need you guys. Like, I asked them to go out to dinner, and but I told them that we're all going to come. And I was like, I don't want to go. Like, you know? <laughs> And she's like, while well, you're going, and and I was like, don't you think that like after twenty some years that he'd want to have like a private like meeting yeah, with you, be. like kind of ease it in? Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah. Scared. Now well, do they have a good relationship now? Mm, we all kind of, we all you know, it's a cultural thing. Like we give our parents respect yeah. and like all of that, but it's not really like a closeness. My mom's still kind of like a like a minefield, you know. And uh, she still can be, I'm learning, right, mm-hmm. to kind of like, ooh, don't want to step there because, you know, we'll pop off. But thank God the program. Heck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to pop off no more. Okay, let's draw this back. We, tried, yeah. we digress. So, yeah, we did. We, we went down so. a hole. So you, you're in your teens, right? Yeah. I'm in my teens. How was school at that point? So, okay, so school was, I was, I got good grades. But then, so I was always torn. I always share this. I was always torn between having a, like, good structured life, right? Like, I want to go to school. I want to be in band. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. But then there was always that side of me that wanted to kick it with the cholos. And, you know, I want to go, go, ho is life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Ho is life. Like. So, well, I I was an undercover hoe, oh, you know. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was an undercover hoe. I nobody really knew anything, um, and the 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 guys that I would flirt with or whatever, they knew not to say shit because mm-hmm. you know you would say I them. was friends with their girlfriends. Yeah. Like, you gotta be oh. Yeah. 
So high school was like that. You know, I was in I was in marching band. I was in basketball. I did choir. I did um, track and field, cross country. I was all I was like, you know, did a lot. But uh, and a lot of it was because my dad was kind of like old school machista. Like you can't go nowhere. You can't do nothing. My parents were like that too. Yeah, and they're like. Um, school gets out at 3.30. I want your ass home by like no later than like 3.45. Wow. You know, kind of. So I went used, Franklin. Uh, no, I went, I went all over the place. I went to Lincoln High School. Oh, okay. I went to Kaiser High School in Fontana. Oh. Um, yeah. So, so anyways, yeah, you did it. You, 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 you have to come home real quick. Yeah. Or you can have sports and then yes. extend yeah, and your that's, stays. That's yeah. how you got yeah. to be out. Oh, yeah. I yeah. It was, thing. that was my escape was, mm-hmm. you know, saying that I have practice. I really didn't, but mm-hmm. it was like to go kick it with everybody at McDonald's after school or something right, like that, right. you know? And I wasn't, I wasn't using or, or drinking then. Mm-hmm. I was more like, uh, wanted social? to feel, yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to feel social. My dad didn't know anything about that. Like, he just kind of like, no, you're out there being a hoe. Like, come home, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I was. I'm not going to Well, you know what, though? Like, I always think about that. I always think, you know, like, I think that what parents expect out of their kids, their kids will fulfill. Yeah. You know, and if he thinks that, then you're like, well, fuck it. He already thinks it. Like, and mm-hmm. not maybe not consciously, but I think subconsciously, it's like, if that's who the person who's supposed to love me the most in the world thinks about me, then maybe yeah. that's who I am. That's you know? like yeah. manifesting the fears. Of yeah, parents. yeah. That Instead anxiety of being of like, parents. or sometimes like I think like, okay, if if they're if you look at it on a deeper level, right? You're like, okay, she feels like she needs to be loved by someone or whatever. Let me like hold on to her and tell her like, what is it that you're looking for? Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. yeah. But so, you guys didn't have that kind of... That, hell no. Uh, kind of hell no. My dad would say, like, this is the law and this is what time you got to get home and that's it. There was no... There's no room for compromise. There's no... Well, let me explain to you why. Right, right. No, hell no. But but then when you guys were at home, was there, like, a lot... Did he pay a lot of attention to you or... or? Only negative attention. Oh, only negative It was only when I was in trouble, you right. know, when I wouldn't do my homework, which I never did. But once the teacher would like catch on and send a note home, and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta get this signed," you know. Right, right. That was the time I'd get attention. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, right. what did you do after high school? Like, well, high school was a mess. Oh. High school was a mess because I discovered meth uh, probably towards the end of my sophomore year. Mm. Whoo, that was a bomb. I know, right? That was back the then. Yeah, it was good. Bomb. This was like what I want to say, like 2003, mm-hmm. 2004. Right. It was like it was like the peak of of uh, I want to say it's like cocaine in the eighties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it was yep. it was on and popping. It's kind of like when like glass or ice started kind of getting popular. Oh, yeah, like right. right in the early two thousands. Uh, right, yeah. like straight out of Michoacan, that yeah. wet shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know when I was off season from doing sports or whatever, I like always go back to my. Like my my bad friends, I would say. Yeah. And I'd be like, why are these bitches going to the restroom in groups? You no. know? Yeah. And I'm like, what are they doing? So one day I was like, all right, let me go with you. And they're like, you want to hit this? And I was like, what is that? You know, I did my first line of meth in right. uh, in high school. Yeah. And uh, And I was like, 
Oh my God. I found it, right? Oh my God. Yeah, yes. me too. Me too. Like, yeah. not a worry me in the too. world. Just all three of us. The three tweakers no, in a room. No, <laughs> like, yeah. like one swollen, red, burning <laughs> eye. And like, oh, you yeah. know, oh. I've arrived. Those yeah, like, out. my oh, US history, A, plus, like, you know, like doing all my work. However, it would make me very aggressive. Oh, like so eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I just would fight just because I wanted to just to get fight. some aggression yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was a, I was a fighter for sure. Really? And it was um, it was uh, I would get like in trouble and stuff. And yeah. it was always everybody's fault. It wasn't me. So how was that jun- junior year and senior year? Were you on meth? Yeah, most of the time. Um, my first job was at Ontario Mills oh. at the Burger King there. I worked at that AMC over there. In oh, really? Yes, no way. Sure. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was like my brother worked there before and he was like employee, like everybody, like, you know, so they're like, oh, his sister. Like, yeah, of course we'll hire her. Mm. Oh, huge mm. fucking mistake. I was, <laughs> it's like day and night, man. Oh, like he man. was like the standard employee and I was like, you know, running late, of course. Because <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hours. It was just, it was all bad. Like I just, it's like the, the more discipline that my dad tried to like squeeze, oh, yeah. the more I was like, hell nah. Like I was out, you know. That's so funny. But did you graduate? I ended up like it was all a mess. So, like eventually, I just got to a I don't give a fuck point. Um, I would run away, but I would still go to work. <laughs> um, my dad, uh, my dad would send like my stepmom to go find me or look at look for me at like work, and I was just bouncing from house to house. It was it was like those were probably the darkest times of like my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know was being with all kinds of dudes and got pregnant. Um, I didn't know it, but I was like bouncing from house to house, like just to sleep. And right. I'd be like, "Damn, giving me some bunk ass shit," you know, yeah. like this shit stepped on, you know. Yeah. And um and eventually, like I. I went to like Job Corps. I don't know oh, if you guys I know, I know, know Job Corps. Corps. Yeah, I've sent people there. But I, I, <laughs> no, I mean, so my younger clients, when they're looking and they don't have anywhere to go, then I was like, there you go. Yeah, like all the bridges are burned, yeah, right? Like yeah. your parents are just done with you. Yeah. Like they're just like, I don't know. Somewhere but you we'll... still kind of have like that little glimpse of like, I want to do better. Like right. I want to, I want, I want to like get my life together. I just can't do it with this motherfucker on my back. Right. Right. Yeah. So, how so you that? went, you went to jump. Yeah. So I, I went to like continuation school Okay. and then I got in trouble there cause I saw some old, like an old friend and she was hardcore. Like she was a big, big girl with mm-hmm. me and her were always like the big, big girls. And then all of a sudden, like she was like rail thin, oh. you know, oh, yeah. and I was like, Oh yeah. But she tried to say like, Oh, it was like, I go to the gym. And Maybe once I like, when I like actually got like comfortable and we got comfortable like oh dude she had all that shit she was like running shit from like this dude in riverside i guess riverside is like the holy mecca of the dope (laughs) you know so um just like straight tweaker like that and tahunga yeah 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 oh tahunga definitely yeah yeah so it was just um we ended up getting in trouble i ended up getting a ride from her the dogs you know would come they alerted on her car. She, like, put all this wow. mess on me. She's like, I gave her a ride. All that shit in there is hers. Blah, 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 blah. Whoa. Anyways, yeah. So I go to Job Corps. And 
I remember the last time that my dad kicked me out was he was like throwing my like he pushed me out of the house. Literally, I had one shoe on, <laughs> one sock. Wow. Like he was just done. My dad was done. Yeah. And I, in a way, like I was done too. I just I didn't know what to do. And my dad just my parents didn't have any guidance, and they weren't right. looking for help either. Yeah. yeah, like that was. They just thought, like, if I push hard enough, she's gonna like respond. Break, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she's gonna break. She's gonna respond. And you know, yeah. me being an alcoholic, a defiant <laughs> one, mm-hmm. yeah. like it didn't work that way. So, so, so what happened? So you get you go to Job Corps. You learn a you learn a trade there. Yeah, I went into tile setting. I worked oh. in construction for hell a yeah, little girl. Bit. I did tile. I did tile <laughs> for years. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I worked that circular. I, yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, like all kinds of like polishing, you know, um, like the clips to like hang terrazzo and all of that. And I just loved. And it's so weird how I got stuck with an office job now. Well, I think yeah. it's stuck, but I like to be like. Moving, like moving with my hands hands and stuff like that. I go to Job Corps. I do really well. You know, I still kind of find the tweakers here and there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at that point, I've come to terms that, like, the tweaker life was you're never going to get what you pay for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I know, I know. Like, and there's always going to be a middleman that pinches your shit. And so you yeah. stopped smoking meth, like, when you went to Job Corps? Or like yeah, that I would still kind of do it here and there, you okay. know. Um, but, you know, in that program, there's people there that know what's up. Yeah. Like, they know the difference, yeah. you know. So and if you're smoking it all the time, you're not in that program. They kick you out quick. And there's a lot of structure there. Like, you yeah. wake up, you make your bed. You make sure everything's good. Like, you go to breakfast. They make sure you eat, you know, right, all right. of that stuff. So, you know, it was hard to get away with that. Right. It really, really was. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I did good. I went to Maryland. I went to, like, uh, I got, oh. like, an advanced course where I went to Maryland, um, like, for almost a month. Okay. Wow. And I meet my baby daddy. Oh. oh. Hey. Hey, hey. I meet my baby daddy. He went through the same program, but he's, like, seven years older than me. I'm 18 at this point because you can't go to that program without, yeah. like, you can't fly over there until you're 18. Right. So I go over there. I meet him. And, of course, he's an alcoholic, oh. you know. But he was. it was so funny because... I would always go for the guy that didn't pay hardly any mind to me. Like, I could tell that he likes me, but everyone was, like, whistling, like, hey, girl. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd see him, and I'm like, oh, cool, he's not whistling, he's not. And I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. It's kind of like a challenge. Yes. Uh I always pick on the quiet dudes, you know? Um, But, uh, so, yeah, but I the first red flag we go bowling right it's like we're supposed to go off seas i mean not like off campus whatever and everyone i would hear them chatter like about him they're like dude he's such a sweet dude but fuck he's such a bad drinker because he was one of those that like what the fuck you looking at bitch you know Uh, to you or to like yeah like to to anybody oh wow yeah and uh he was just but i don't know what it was man it just you because love. because when he got sober, like the next morning, he'd be like, "I'm so sorry." Blah 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 blah. Wow. And I'm like, it's okay. Fucking <laughs> eighteen, not knowing shit, you yeah. know, thinking I got so, it all. So how long are you guys together? We're on and off. Uh, well, we're together. Like he lived from uh, he was in Detroit, Michigan, mm. and uh, so I I fly back, and then during like spring break or something like or summer break. 
he buys me he buys me a ticket to fly out to Detroit. So I mm. go to Detroit, get to know everyone on his, you know, I was all like in love with that, like sitting on the porch smoking, playing dominoes, smoking weed. Like I love that shit. I lived for that. Like right. like I want to be a gangster's girl, you know? I oh. I was 18. So he was, he was kind of a gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like he hung out with the boys and stuff like that. And um and then I and then I came back. I finished job corps. You know, at this point I just couldn't stand. I still couldn't stand living with my parents. Like, you know, I come from a divided household so like my my like my step like my dad has like a whole new life right like with my stepmom and like two younger brothers and like you know obviously like my stepmom's children come first right and because i left the house it was kind of like well you don't really have a A place like a place back right so you know there was a lot of I guess it's a part of my fourth step, right? There's a lot of like, like a little bit of, well, a lot of resentment towards like my stepmom. A little, a lot. And my dad, like not really sticking up for, you know, stuff like that. You know, so which kind of plays into part now because I have stepkids. Yeah. So it's, I try to incorporate and I know the feelings of what it's like to like not be from here or there or, you know. Yeah, kind of like but, no um, man's land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just, you know, I eventually got my own little like uh, apartment. I rented an apartment and um, I'm working in construction, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, uh, it was, it was a cool job. Like, Fine. you know, I helped build it's so weird, like the way everything aligns. I helped build the Panorama, um, Panorama City Kaiser Permanente. Oh, I in two thousand six, and I worked there. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. that's my trip. Matter. Yeah, right by the internet, out, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. It was it was off the one seventy or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like by off Roscoe or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. That's where yes. the internet. So is. I worked yes. there. I worked there. We we did like the the waterproofing and the like the epoxy and like all of that stuff wow. in there. Which building did you make? I think we helped like the the main hospital okay. building. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it was like it full you, on yeah. hospital. Yeah. You guys are going a deep dive now. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so, so what there happened was this... after um you you were working there. So after I worked there, and then I flew him out. And okay, I was, I was like, just gonna ask. I about was like, him. he flew me out. Now I was like, cool. I'm working. I got my little job. I got me a little truck. I'm gonna fly him out. So right. we fly him out, and he never goes home. Oh. And then a month later, uh-huh. boom, You're pregnant. pregnant. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, so thirty tries later. Yeah, okay. yeah for real. <laughs> a thirty-two ounce. I mean, a thirty, a thirty-two pack of uh, you know Bud Light. So you guys get to he he starts living with you. You guys get together and you have a kid. How many mm-hmm. kids do you guys have? Right now we just have my daughter. Okay. That was and it. Then what happened? And then it was just like his just drinking was out of control. And right. how was yours? Mine was I didn't really drink. I I just drank to kind of like kick it with him, but it wasn't really You weren't like getting fucked up. No. Okay. No, because I always felt like I needed to watch him right. and babysit him. You know, it was it was uh it wasn't to me. I, I didn't see it as like a as a disease or anything like that. I was yeah, just like, no, man, no. this guy's got some fucked up, you know. Yeah. Baggage. Would, he could just stop drink not as much, right? Yeah. That, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. stop what just like twenty. Yeah, like just drink Don't. one forty ounce of King Cobra. <laughs> 
That was the shit, okay? King, I should have known then, I right? I know, right? Like, when we were yeah. really broke, like, it was like Cole 45, King oh, Cobra, geez. you know, all of that. Wow. Yeah, it was it was rough. So, eventually, he had to go. Like, he had to go. You had I'm to over here pregnant. Yeah, like, oh, I was, was, I had to quit. Yet. No, I had to quit my job because I was like, how am I going to, like, continue yeah, working like this? Pregnant. I had to quit my job. I had I had to send him back because he was like he would get drunk, blackout drunk, slash people's tires. Oh my, oh my god. So guess who had to pay for it? Yeah. Oh my god. So you know, I should I would have I should have learned then, but I didn't. So then it was just kind of like a whirlwind. So then I had to go back with my dad. And and it was just like, oh my God. And then eventually trying to work it out with him. So I have the baby. I fly out to Michigan. I have the baby in Dearborn, Michigan. Oh. And um and I'm out there and I and I'm like on section eight. I'm living with his mom. Like it's so funny because I have a little cousin right now that's kind of going through the same situation. Yes. Like, you know, young with the kid, mm-hmm. um, with the boyfriend, like you know, she's just following his lead and yeah. he ain't got no lead, you know, it's just, yeah. and, um, but anyway, it's weird to see that in other people, the things yeah. that you've yeah. been through, right? Yeah. Like, nice. like oh. I could see it and I, and I want to tell her like, it's going to get better, but you got to start making better choices, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's like, everyone has their journey now. Yeah. Now I know that. Yeah. It's like the advice that you, you wish you could give yourself. But you know then, what you know? though? I, I noticed though that like, People, when I go back, I remember people trying to give me that advice. Yeah, I just was, I'd just be like, uh, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Shut <laughs> up. You know? I don't yeah. need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but God. you know what, though? In reality, those things, you had to go through those things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You, it, does, it makes you the person who you are now. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like, all good. So after that, I was just back and forth with him. Back and forth. Like, I was in How Michigan. We probably, I want to say, like, three years. Okay. Like, a good three years. Like, when did just, your disease start up? My disease, um, I don't know, because I just, like, the last time I did meth, I was, like, probably, I want to say, like, uh, like, 21. That was oh. the last time I ever did it. It was, like, my sister and her friend, they came over. They had some bunk stepped on, like, yeah, yeah, horse yeah. vitamin, <laughs> worse, <laughs> worse. Headache like, inducing. Like, yeah. like two-minute high, mm, right, uh, right. you know, one-day long hangover right. come Tastes down. like soap yeah. kind of yeah. shit, fragrance <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. Like, <laughs> I think it was a sign, right? Like, yeah. that was like you need the worst shit of your life, yeah. so you yeah. can never do it again. Yeah. And that was, like, the last. But my disease, like, my alcoholism, I don't know. I've always kind of, like, took pride in my drinking, right? So... I my I get I finally I'm finally done. I get a DUI in 2011. Oh, I got a, a DUI in 2011. That's when I had finally told my your, daughter's dad that I was done with him. Oh, I was done. Is that your only legal consequence up to this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That was uh, I was uh chasing Dick, of course. You know, of course. Right. Um, uh, I drove this. I drove my car all the way down to like El Cajon, or uh-huh. I was chasing this guy. Like he didn't right. even drive. I don't know. And we went to an MMA fight. Like he needed to borrow money from me. It sounds all bad, man. Ooh, I was just like a hot ass mess, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when you look look back, oh yeah, like Like, now I'm like fuck, you know. But so I go out and I I have this Trans Am right that Mm. has a leak in the thermometer and like this is a car. (laughs) Like I'm telling you, I went through everything with this car, but. 
Um, so I drive down to San Diego. I'm with this dude and we get like we go to one bar like we just start bar hopping right and everyone's like making a where's your daughter and stuff at this time? well uh that time um she, my sister was watching her oh, okay mm. yeah my sister well, was watching her yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm okay. going on a date you know okay. i deserve it you yeah. know you know whatever <laughs> but um but at that time i was already like a black sheep you know like right. i i had black eyes from her dad like and i still oh. went back like there's a lot of domestic abuse you mm. know but wow. It was, um, so I'm chasing this guy, right? And then I make a U-turn and a double yellow line. Oh, no. And they pull over, like, two cars. But the car in front of me, I guess the dad, um, the guy that I was with, happened to know. Like, they all, we all knew each other. He, I guess his dad was, like, part of law enforcement or something like that. And yeah. it was, like, kind of like, you know, white power. So they let him go. Oh, but not yeah, you. Not me. You're too brown, honey. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think they even talked shit to the dude that I was, like, seeing, Sean. Oops. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, <laughs> he was a white boy, like, almost uh -huh. a ginger, you know? Oh. And, um, the worst kind. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> just kidding. And <laughs> so they let go. They let, they take him to, like, uh, 7-Eleven and they leave him there. But me, they, they like, they roll me up fast. It's yeah. like, that was the first time I probably ever really like experienced like racism as an adult, yeah. uh -huh. you know? And, um, and they were like, do you even have a social security card? Like a month, like between them, like, yeah. oh, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was crazy. It was like their, their fingerprint system was down. I was in the holding tank for like, I want to say like 18 hours, wow. mm -hmm. like, Sitting next to like someone that's nodding off and smells like ass, and then like yeah. another like girl that like blacked out and she woke up and she's like, What the fuck? Like, blackout, yeah. you know? I yeah, was like, yeah. Bro, I wasn't even that drunk, like, we were just getting started. Sounds pretty normal to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was other times too where I just got home and I didn't even know how I got home, but yeah, that was like the first thing you would think that I would learn my lesson, right? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why would you? That's too early. No, I, I want to say like two weeks later, there was like an 80s party and I was like, I'm going. Fuck it. I'm going. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know, I got to go. I got to go. So, I was still... Did you ever give it up at any point in time? Did you ever say, oh, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done anymore. drinking. No, I didn't. I was <laughs> so. Like, Why would I do that? No. Like, what is that? Well, because I wasn't like, to me, the like, uh, like how everybody says to me, the. The ideal picture of an alcoholic yeah. is someone that drinks every day, that is standing outside the liquor store, oh. um, the one that smells like booze, that always makes horrible life choices. Right. Like that was an alcoholic to me. Did yeah. you? Did you? Did, did were you working your way that that direction? Eventually, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, how, totally. How was that? So after oh. that, okay. Yeah. So after that, like. Where did you live? Like, so, what were you doing? So eventually, like, I, and this is where the ego comes, right? So eventually, I pick myself up from the bootstraps, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm working at Loma Linda. I'm like, I'm going to do better, and I have to do better. My higher power at that moment was my daughter. Uh -huh. She was the one that, like, w like I have to do good for her. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, you know, my motivation, my everything. Even though I didn't have a connection with her, like, emotionally, anything, I didn't I didn't really. I just knew from, like, the surface, like, that's, that's what we do for our kids, right? That's yeah. what we're taught. 
so eventually you know i i wanted to do better and i came across like a bunch of like guys that just always slept went back to the baby mama and you know uh, i dated a guy for like a year that was like married and his wife called me like you know like oh my god how did you not know he was married i was like bitch he was spending weekends with me how did you not know like yeah. <laughs> you're the wife you know yeah so it was just you know that it was like a lot of that and then eventually when i made a decision to like want to better my life and all of that my husband comes into the picture oh there you go and like, and it's usually when you stop trying right like yeah. you're yeah. just like oh i don't give even like i don't give a fuck like if it's just gonna be me and jade it's just gonna be me and jade me and my daughter mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, that happened and, you know, his being with him was was a struggle because he was going through a divorce, you mm-hmm. know, and he had two other children that, you know, um, that was like a total. I was 24 years old. I was 24. So you're still really young. I was still young, but I was like, I still couldn't date a man my age because what is a 24 year old man? Like, what? Dean, what were you doing at 24? Ugh, you don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like, I like, can't. What do you have to offer yeah. me? How much older is your husband? My husband's 15 years older okay. than me. He's about to be 50 this year. Okay. Don't tell oh, me I said that. I just turned it. Yeah, he's going to yeah. be 50 this year. So, um, so yeah, like, you know, and then eventually, like, uh, we, like, moved in with each other. Big culture shock, you know. His kids were raised different than my kid. Um, you know, there was just a lot of things. There was a lot of fighting. Um, I drank, I still kind of drank, you know, I'd still out drink him. Um, he kind of became like my babysitter, Mm -hmm, you know, so to speak. Mm. And the only, I think the only longest time that I had without drinking was like when I was pregnant and probably not even then because I would crave micheladas and I would drink micheladas while I was pregnant. So that was like eight years ago, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Like eight years ago. For the audience, you want to tell the, for the white white people in the audience, Mm -hmm. what what micheladas? A michelada (laughs) is, um, your favorite (laughs) imported beer from Mexico. Mexican beer. Okay, cerveza. That's what they with, call it. with a uh, uh, clam, clamato. 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 Okay. It's like clam juice and tomato juice right. mixed together. Right, right. Um, and it has a little bit of Worcestershire Worcestershire. Worcestershire. It's um, funny because I think like in different cultures, they're like, oh, no, it's okay for them to have this because there's like nutrients for the baby. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, like. I need like really, justification. Well, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, well, a little bit of wine is okay. Yeah. Like my grandma this. drank a beer every day. Yeah. One, one beer a day every day while yeah. she was pregnant with my dad. You know, so I'm like, it's all good. But yeah, that was like the longest. Oh, no. And then I lied because then eventually. um, So we're good. Right. So we take the leap of faith. We buy a house and, um, you know, and we, we, we have two brand new cars and we have like the whole like house experience and. And, then and you're I'm like, working at this time? I'm still working. Yeah. I, I got like my dream job, you know, not a dream job, but it was like the best benefits. Like it's, you know, right. it's a great job. Okay, cool. It's like everything happened in 2012. So 2011 was a terrible year, but 2012 was great. Turned like, around. Totally. Like met my husband, got a great job, like cars, like everything just kind of aligned for me, you know? And um, so then... Once I, once, and then 
I got my house and I was like, cool, I got to start working on me. I've always kind of been like you, how you said, like up and down with my weight. Yeah. I was up and down with my weight my whole life, me right? Yeah. I would go through like 40 pound loss, 50 pound yeah. loss, cool, and then cruise and then I, yeah. you know, so then um, I decided that I wanted to get gastric bypass surgery. Okay. Oh, okay. And I had gastric bypass surgery in 2017. Okay. And how was your drinking like around this time? Like it was, it was your, progressively getting worse. When did it really get bad? Like in my drinking, my drinking. No, my drinking got bad. I want to say like uh, a year after, like a year after my surgery, which is okay. probably the longest that I've ever gone without drinking. So that oh, so you went a year. Yeah, so I probably went a year, and that, like without even counting, I was I was just so laser focused on the on the weight loss, right? right. Like I wanted to lose weight. Eventually, I started tr- uh, trading in my calories of food for calories of alcohol. Yes. yes. My shit was white claws. I was a oh, white claw hoe. <laughs> it was bad. Then eventually. Uh, it was like whiskey. Whiskey was my jam, like yeah. old fashions, you know, yeah. that was my jam. Um, but I don't know what it is. I There is definitely a link because I just shared at a at a ARC um, panel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, in Pomona? Yeah. yeah. I just shared in a panel and this other young lady was also a weight loss patient that. Oh, I know so many people in the program that, that went through gastric bypass. I mean, yeah. it's sort of like short circuits, like this this thing in your brain that kind of like, uh, because the, the absorption takes a lot longer normally mm-hmm. than it does, you know, before. Like mm-hmm. once you once you cut all that stomach out or that, what it's is it? the small intestine, the, the small duodenum. Right. And once you like got it's just like all of a sudden it hits you so much faster. It's like the difference between having a beer and having like a shot of whiskey. It's mm-hmm. like the, the, you know, how fast it hits you, how come it kind of, it turns on those pleasure centers in your head and, and oh, yeah. it really fucks yeah. everything up. Well, not not just that, but also like the way it breaks it down, right? Like yeah. the way before, like alcohol would usually turn into fat into my body. But now since that small intestine part of my stomach is missing. Yeah. There's no absorption there, and it just turns into straight like ammonia Drunk. into your body, like, <laughs> yeah, brah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So eventually, like, I was like drinking every day, like drinking every day. I would notice like my gums. I don't know if you guys ever had like your gums like start bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get the shakes, you know, and I was just like, woo, that was a great time, you know. Like yeah. if I got the shakes the next morning, I call it the shakes, the shits and the shakes, you know. You yeah. Hell the yeah, shits. the shits and the shakes. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, so, so wrong. On so many mm, levels. If you don't yeah. get that, you didn't have a good time. Yeah, fuck no, no, not at all. <laughs> So it was just, you know, eventually, and my husband would like. Yeah, how does he taking this all the time? He's just kind of like, kind of like not covering it up, but in a way covering it up. Okay. You know, eventually it would get to the point where I had to drink in the morning um, to get my daughter's softball ready, like 6 a.m., like drinking a whole six pack of White Claws, like, wow. all right, let's roll. Who wants chocolate chip pancakes? Like, let's do it. You was know, there, was there like a lot of fighting during this time, or is it like it was just weird? Peaceful? It just it was depend. It was my emotions were all over the place, mm-hmm. and everyone in my household was walking on eggshells. Everybody, oh, yeah. which is why now um, I I'm like 
clearing the wreckage of my past, which is like with my seven-year-old, with my 14-year-old, with my husband. You know, the biggest battle right now is my seven-year-old just because there's all of a sudden structure. And he's like, what the fuck is this? You're tripping, mom. Like, we used to go to 7-Eleven. It used to get me anything I wanted as long as I didn't tell dad that you got another three tall cans, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, that's what it was, but... Um, eventually things started getting really ugly in my house, like between me and my husband with, yeah. with everything. And, and I had like, I was already convinced, like my husband's a problem, right? He's just a, he's a doormat. I can walk all over him. He has no backbone. Like I would say the most demeaning, like, right. like just bad. Like I was evil. Like, it, like, I don't even know how, like <laughs> my coworkers are like, your husband's a fucking saint dude for staying with you. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so how was like the end of like your, and this is your first sobriety day, yeah. correct? Great. Yeah. So like, how was that last month? So the last, had? like the last, last, like I was tiptoeing on, on recovery. Right. I was like, I had it all planned out. Like I'm going to divorce this man. I'm going to like sell the house. That's it. And then I started getting introduced into AA, and then they were, like, filling your head up with, like, you can never drink again. And I'm like, bitch, please. Like, you're crazy. Like, that's insane. (laughs) And, like, when, like, the counselors would be like, yeah, I haven't had a drink in 15 years. I was like, you're lying. Bro, like, you should just chop off your dick. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Right, right, right. Because it was just so baffling. Like, what? So... Eventually, like, I did a lot of experimental drinking. I'd go to AA meetings and balk and, like, drink my beers and, like, you know, all of, like, insanity. Like, I laughed in this disease's face. Right. And then at the end, I sat in my chair like, what the fuck? Like, I'm broken, bro. Like, I am, like, there's no fixing this. Yeah. Like I am done. <laughs> like, yeah. like it's like I, one day like somebody like opens the veil and you see like what's behind there and it's like holy shit like uh, yeah. it, there's no game yeah. here. It's like it's it's an inside job and like, I fucked up. Like that obsession is so crazy. Over. Right. That obsession was in like I'm like literally like focused for like 2 seconds at work and I'd be like damn, I need a drink. Yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't shit going on in my life. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was going, but I was still like, I need a drink. Mm-hmm. I need a drink right now. Yeah. And eventually, I started hiding and and you know all of that. And I. So did you go to treatment? Well, I had a counselor. She's kind of like my Eskimo, right? Mm-hmm. I guess that's the term that they use now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I just told her like, Molly, man, I'm really fucked up, bro. Like, there's no fixing this. I might as well fucking die. And she's like, Well, Maria, you know, before you do that. Like, do you want to try treatment? And I was like, oh, no, no. Like, I'm, hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that die. bad. Like, yeah. hold on. I'm not that yeah. bad. I just like, want to die, but no, like, I won't do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm... <laughs> That's so insane. Like, yeah. oh, I'd rather die. That's too much work. Yeah, like, no. Like, I was like, I can't be away for 90 days. And, yeah. like, I'm the main breadwinner, blah, 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 blah. Like, just all this ego bullshit, right, you right, know? Right, right, like, right. like I'm like, if I leave, like, the whole house is going to, you Fall know, apart. whatever. And she's like, well, Maria, your fucking house is already falling apart. Right. So, you know, and I was like, what if it doesn't work? Like, I'm going to do all of this. <clears throat> I was just so negative. And it's yeah. so crazy how alcohol takes over our consciousness to, yeah. to make us think that ain't shit going to work. And this is the only solution. So eventually, I get back from Utah 
Utah was a mess. Wait, what? What was Utah? Utah was my daughter's, daughter's softball tournament. Oh, okay. It was the last tournament for that season, okay. and um, and when it was her thirteenth birthday, and and luckily, you know, the softball community is so good to us. Mm. Like, we have so many families that have taken her and like took took her under her wing. And for her thirteenth birthday, we had a family that had her at her at at her place at their place and then eventually like had her birthday like a little birthday it was her 13 like you're a yeah, teenager yeah. i was drunk through all that shit like i didn't you know i was like oh cool yeah you know yeah it's totally not like present wow. i didn't give a fuck wow. they were in my way you know yeah. so eventually and i know that to any normal person that's probably going to listen to this is going to be like damn she's fucking that's not <laughs> yeah. who i am today i'll tell you that much because a lot of people like to dingle shit from the back from the past now like yeah. oh you know she's this this and that and it's like all right cool whatever but anyways i uh come back we just got me and my husband just got into a nasty argument right in front of my um the six year old yeah the seven year old well, he's seven now yeah but he was like five or six at that time he was just like this the whole time and we're just like an F you and like, you know, like just yeah. bad, like yeah, yeah. ugly arguments. And I get back and I'm just like, fuck. So I, I called Charter Oak and they're like, you know, this is where you want to go. And I was like, damn, Covina, hell mm-hmm. nah. Covina, the sobriety capital of oh, the world. Wow. Yes. She um, says it on a rug. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you jealous? Don't be hating. <laughs> So I go into Charter Oak and I told, I told, and even my husband was like, 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 you're not that bad. And I was like, in your mind. Really? He really, he, didn't, he was, he I, I, in I, denial. my husband has, uh, well, he's now he's like, just sees it. But like codependency, codependency <laughs> runs huge in his family too. Is there uh, alcoholism in his family? Um, No, but his brother also battled addiction oh. and, okay. uh, and, you know, not, not to say that he he died because of it, because it was like a car accident, but it was kind of like related. You know, when you were in that like in Lifestyle. that environment, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, stuff like that, and and he saw like addiction, how it grabbed hold. His son, his brother, was also addicted to meth, and you know, wow. and he saw all of that, but um, and how codependent also his family was, you right, know, right, so. Right. But yeah, it just no one ever thinks that it can happen to him, and mm-hmm. I had to be like I, I knew I can like get over on him, and even even now in sobriety, right? Like I know I can manipulate him, and I can do things, but I'm so glad that I have this rigorous honesty in me that I can be like, no, bitch, you taking advantage, yeah. like do what's right, right. period. Yeah, yeah you know. It's weird. It's like I think that all that stuff and codependency comes from like like a place of love and a place of like they don't know what to do other than to like well if I love them enough and I just you know that they'll change and they'll yeah. see or at some point Kill you know so kindness. so I mean like mm-hmm. in some in some way if you when you're when you get into recovery or sobriety what the fuck is that is there a car in here <laughs> there is damn yeah. anyway uh yeah when, when you get into recovery all of a sudden it, it seems like uh you know like you can see that you can see yeah. where, even though maybe they're they're using manipulation or something like that to get something that they want they think is best for you but it's it's all really coming from a place of love from them right you know Which right weird right and then also like my husband doesn't really like change right so like oh, yeah. the whole fact of like hey i have to like step out for a few months mm-hmm. 
he was just like, what? Like, wait, hold on. It's not that bad. So, you know? did you stay there for, like, 90 days? How long I stay? actually stood there for 60 days. Okay. Like, I got in, an extension. Inpatient? Yeah, inpatient. Holy crap. That's yeah, good insurance. Yeah. 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 I literally paid $5 for my detox, and then that was it. My my inpatient um, was all covered through my insurance. Wow. Yeah. So, I... Um, I The moment that I walked into detox, I was in complete disbelief, like... Woo, here we are. You never went to college, but you sure got your ass in the detox. Good for <laughs> you, Maria, yes, you know. Maria. You know, and it was just like there's like so many little kids with like, you know, 5150s, like oh, yeah. 19 years old, 18 oh, yeah. years old, mm-hmm. like grown men that don't even know their name and they yes. just found them on the street. Like yeah. all this, like you know, the lady next to me, she was a really sweet lady, but you know, she would talk to herself mm-hmm. and Yeah. Yeah. And all this was like, 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 whoa. Like I'm in the psych ward. Like I straight up. And the door locked behind me when I came in. Yeah. But you know, what's sad is like, I didn't feel nothing. Like when my husband's crying, my kids are crying. They're all like trying to get in their last hugs and like holding on to me. And I'm like, bro, get the fuck off me. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Door locks. And I'm like, nothing. Really? Empty. Didn't feel shit. Wow. Nothing. I and and then I got in there. It was almost like a surreal, like an out of body experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know that for sure. And uh, so I, when I got in, I was like, okay, this shit is real. Like this is real. Then on came like the lifeline. The lifeline was rough. Mm-hmm. The lifeline was really, really. I had a lot of like suppressed um, childhood trauma uh-huh. mm-hmm. that I knew was always there, but I yeah. never really dissected you it, and I never, right. you know, like anxiety, like knots that I would feel, um, you know, like my triggers. Like yeah, you didn't know what it was connected to. All of a sudden, no. yeah, all of a sudden, all these things are kind of unlocking this stuff in the past. And, oh yeah, it was yeah. just it was insane. I never took the time to write down like my entire story you know and and then eventually work on like my resentments and you know um yeah your resentments were just like in in my mind at least they were just like a natural part of other people being fucked up yeah (laughs) well that's well i didn't know that until like i started you know Eventually, once I started, so I, I got my sponsor. I, you know, I held on tight to my sponsor. She has over 20 years of, of sobriety and, you know, um, a lot of things like working the steps, man. Yes. Working those right. steps. Tell us. Tell please. Us steps. Those steps were, you know, I took my time on them because I wanted to try to do them as, as, thorough. like, as thorough and as real and as, like, I get this. I get it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I did. And, um, you know, once I got to, like, my fourth and my fifth, it was so freeing. Um, I still struggle with resentments now, you mm. know, but it's just kind of like a part of life, right? Every time, like, I fall into my resentment, I learn something, yes, right? And yes. I'm like, they are just another human being having a human experience, yeah. just like me. Like, you know, opening up to my mom, like, telling because, you know, my family, like, nobody really talks about recovery That's or, or like, feelings. Or feelings, yeah. like, it's none of that, you yeah. know, and, and like... They're like, wait, so you checked in because you wanted to die? 
you know, like, <laughs> I love with the accent, and I was too. like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but like with alcohol, they're like, what? You know, like it's just all like crazy. <laughs> but and they're like, wait, so so you check in because you wanted to die because you couldn't drink, but now like you can't drink at all ever, 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 ever. And I'm like, yeah. nah. <laughs> it's like a year later. They're like, are you done with those meetings yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, didn't you graduate from Charter <laughs> Oak, bro? It's like, over. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how long you gotta wait? Yeah, like, hey, so for your 40th, though, right? Like, (laughs) for your 40th? Oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Yeah, so, you know, my spiritual experience was a very big one um, because I didn't realize um, I have, like, this chip on my shoulder, this big chip on my shoulder of why, why did I have to grow up always feeling like a piece of shit Mm -hmm. always feeling like like no love for my parents like i was sexually abused i was abused physically like everything was i just felt like all this and Mm -hmm. there was only one person that i feel like i could have held accountable and that was our maker Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and when they would say like oh pray and meditate pray and meditate you know and um so one day i was like god i was like feeling so frustrated i just couldn't put like my pen like there was no food there was nothing that was satiating me right and Mm -hmm. the food was one of those things but um there was nothing that was and i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking follow direction i'm gonna fucking meditate because that's what i'm told to do so i'm in my break when was this i know this was recent yeah yeah And I'm like, I'm laying there and I'm like, you know, and I'm like trying to meditate and I'm like, and then finally, like in my head, I'm like, why, why God? Like, why, why did you make me feel this way? Like, why can't I fucking love myself? Like, why can't I just be fucking normal and, and get this chip off my shoulder? And then it was like silent. And it was like, because you would have never found me. That's, that's all i heard in my voice like in my head wow and i just was I like chills <gasps> right now i was like <gasps> and i just started bawling like crying like laughing it was fucking weird dude wow. like that it was beautiful that just gave me the chills i do oh, I, have, I, have chills. I have goosebumps right like, now that I was that. that was probably like because i'm like because you know when you're when you're working program you're like you're almost like faking it till you make it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you're just kind of like, okay, I'm following order, I'm finally doing it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, fucking God, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so as like, I'm growing resentment towards my creator, towards my higher power, mm. because I'm doing all of this and I still don't have the anything. That you want. Yes, that I still don't love myself, that I still like, I don't feel anything tangible. And I want something, something, just give me something. Even though I have a beautiful life and, and I have these children and I have a husband, right? And then, and all of that. But me still inside, I felt like empty, like there was just a missing piece. Yeah. So when I cried that out, like, why? Like, you know, I like it when Lynn P says, you know, like that, that Lieutenant Dan, yeah. like, fucking kill me like you know like that like i had i felt like that type of anger that was like the rawest realest emotion that came out of me that that cry out yeah and that's what i got back it's like you would have never found me had you not gone through all this crap exactly you would have never been here right now in this moment and a lot of people don't even um get to experience that Mm -hmm. because they don't have the that 
you know, like that's why we say we're grateful alcoholics yeah. because we're like living two lives in one lifetime, yeah. right? Yeah. And and it's like I found my husband again in sobriety. You know, wow. like I had my mind made up. I was going to divorce him. This and that. 18 months. And like our relationship has never been better. That's wow. you know? awesome. That is so And beautiful. like relationship with my kids, never been better. My son still uh, still struggling with him, but I don't have to beat the living crap out of him because that's the way I was raised. Right. Mm -hmm. But now I, I have a different approach and I can approach it differently. Yeah. And I just feel so like supported and loved in this community. Yeah. Like with we AA. love you. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I we I fucking connected. love you guys. I love you. I love you. Like oh. I've never had this like the whole I love you. Yeah. Like when people are like nobody really says like, that. You know, like looking you in your eye, like I love you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's so weird, huh? Because we yeah. didn't grow up with this. So like dude, I have my like I my dad, I have never he has never hugged me to this day. He has never hugged me and said, I love you. Yeah. never and i've never done it back to him but i learned that he comes from a household and a place where it was like that yeah and it, so do you okay. want to try like do you ever well try? now we're like trying to like build yeah. a relationship no you should you should you're all approaching him, him you're all yeah you like, should try I hugging him. Love. And then, you know, <laughs> I if, love your cooking. Yeah, if you do it enough and you show him yeah. that love, later on he's going to be like, Where's my hug? You know? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. No, yeah, it's it's totally different now. It's still a struggle yeah, for me. It, yeah. It's, it's okay, so weird. Okay. You know? okay, so I have a question yeah. for you. You know, what, what advice would you give someone who's like under 30 days and who's struggling? Like, Give him some real words. For someone that's under 30 days and struggling. Uh, I know you have because I know your sponsee. So yeah, like you, you, my you sponsee, uh, I have I have two now. Okay. One's, one's yeah. still in, a, uh, in rehab. So and she's giving me, you know, I, the first instruction, which is my first instruction that I was given was you call me every day, every day yeah. no matter what. If I don't answer, leave me a voicemail. Mm -hmm. Like at least once a day, call me every day, right? right? Right. Because and that instills you to get out of self and to call other people and to pick up that phone because that was the most difficult thing for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. The the person with the with thirty days, what I would say is, get vulnerable, yeah. get vulnerable, open up, admit that you're having a problem. Mm -hmm. Like that that's what it is, and also go get done. Go get done. Oh, I love. Go that. get done. That's so true. That's straight up, you know, because you don't hit your bottom. You just... No, you you don't. And no. uh, and you know, I didn't I didn't lose anything other than my mind. <laughs> but, that, but that's a very that's valuable bad, thing, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't lose like superficial or external things, right. right? Material things. Material things, but I I did lose like myself, my 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 identity like i just didn't even know who i was anymore yeah and that was a part of my mind like you lo i lost my mind straight yeah, up for sure you know and that was an ugly feeling but yeah i would tell a newcomer 30 days go get done mm -hmm. and get vulnerable heck yeah open up All you right. gotta open up that's good that's really good mm -hmm. easier said than done right mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's true 
All right, we're at a, almost a min, uh, an hour 15, so I think we got to wrap. We're going to wrap For this. For sure, though. Uh, why don't you give us, a, but before we wrap, mm-hmm. why don't you give me like a, a snapshot of what, what today looks like for you? What today looks like, um, I have a routine. I I wake up every morning, early in the morning. I do like a little two-minute meditation, right, to kind of like get me just to shut my mind off because the first thing you do in the morning is I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do it. Right. And sometimes I, I wake up with a little bit more anxiety than other days. Yeah. And I can't even like, it's paralyzing anxiety. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm like, I got to like clean the slate, meditate. I log in, I go to the gym, um, mind, body and spirit. I'm total, exactly. total, yeah. I'm a total believer in that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, people are like, oh my God, like, you know, I still maintained my 115 pound weight loss. Yeah. Um, and, um, and it's because I, I just feel like it's a part of my mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Right. True. And, um, and anybody can do it. But, um, my life today is so full. Like, there, it's so busy. Like, I just did like four things today, <laughs> like four events. That's like, I good. went to the park meeting. I, sure. I went to go see coworkers. Yeah. And now I'm here. And now we're going to go, go home and watch Lost Kingdom because I'm oh, so hooked gosh. on that show. Yeah. Utrid, son of Utrid. He's so hot. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what this is. Bro, it's, don't it's start. like, don't yeah, start. don't do okay. it. I'm yeah, Game of Thrones type of oh, Phil show. Oh, gosh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just I'm sponsoring women now. Yeah, you know, I have two sponsees, and wow. I I I stay even closer to my sponsor because I want to make sure that I'm. You know, I helped one of my sponsees get into a sober living. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, she's she's chipping away at her like wreckage of the past, mm-hmm. and but she's doing good. She's job, doing it like like honestly and with integrity and like so putting good. all the cards on the table because that's what's that's what's important right right and Absolutely. uh and i'm not afraid to tell her like hey girl you doing self-will right now right, right, <laughs> right. Pay you, you you know so mm-hmm. it's just it's been amazing and it i i understand how everything works and and why it's supposed to work the way it works. Like when when you're done with your steps, get a sponsor. I mean, a sponsee, right? Because they keep your ass in the book. <laughs> it's all reverse. I was like, you yeah. 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 So it's, you know, that's the way it is right now. And I just look forward to um, like in the future, like once my, it's funny because I was like, maybe I'll just stay sober till my kids grow up and like they're out of high school and I don't like fuck them up even more. Right. <laughs> right, right. That was like my first Your thing. You know what? I had one of those right too. Now. I had one of the reservations. Yeah. Like 50, I was like, right? I, I, I no, I was like, I was 38. And then, uh, well, I said, uh, I got my 39th birthday and I'm like, told my sponsor, I go at my 40th, I'm drinking. And, he, and he's like, I remember, I yeah. couldn't remember who's told that story. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, are you going to drink today? I was like, no, on my 40th. He's like, all right, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, this fucker, I want to fight with somebody. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's I, hilarious. That's yeah. what I told, like, like, maybe I'll just do it till that. And then now I hear my sponsor, like, you know, she's done with like her like day to day job. And now she's doing her day, like her dream job, which is like helping women get into like sober livings oh, and like, wow. you know, doing all that stuff. And I'm like, damn, I can't wait to like be able to quit my job yeah, and like do, do something, do that. Yeah. Like where before it was so just like, cool. I just want to raise my kids and like drink again later. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you know. Isn't that yeah. weird? Res- your, your perspective. Yeah. Change. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm just. 
you know, I'm grateful for that. And it, but I know that it takes work, and my yeah. God, has it taken work? It it really has. But it's so worth it. You it grow up so quick in this program if you're oh, working. Oh yeah. It. Oh yeah. yeah. It's I love it's that. so worth it. It's just you know, it's not even worth that. Like one you know yeah yeah and i can be around alcohol and i I was just around alcohol today and i don't have a problem with it it's not yeah. it's not like oh my god and it's funny because when other people are like you know like that they're like oh my god like is she okay and i'm like yes bro i'm fine like it's i'm I like know. besides this ain't even my shit okay let me tell you yeah i know like i need I some mccullin 18 homie i'm not gonna go out for a white claw like you fucking crazy <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> oh man anywho yeah Okay. All right. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you. I love I, thank yeah, you. I, I love I, you I, more. I really I've you watched you grow thank so you. much <laughs> in the last year. <laughs> awesome. Um, thank you to our sponsor. Thank you. Dre. And Thanks, Dre. Dre Talks and Dre Inspector Dre Cuts on Instagram. Yes. If you want to reach out to the show, it's Terminally Unique Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to reach out to us through Facebook, it's the Terminally Unique Podcast. Underscore. No, this is that's the oh, IG. Okay. The IG is terminally, terminally unique. No, terminally, terminally underscore unique underscore podcast. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's it right there. Um, and if you want to reach out to Talking Circle Studios, you can reach out to the podcast. Hey, Diva, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for in. having thank me. You, thank you, Maria. Thanks, Maria. You guys are we awesome. We love you. Thank I love you so you much for having me here. I know it was like here. total last minute. I know. I love. It. So I love that you were able to do it. I'm there. I was, uh, she didn't even she didn't even she didn't even blink when I yeah. asked her. That was like, awesome. Sure. What She's time? Like, yeah. What time? I right. kind of secretly been waiting because I wanted to be a part of the cool club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's gonna make the wall. She's gonna make the pictures. Wall. All right. No. Well, I love both you guys. I love you guys. Thank you. Love All you right. guys. So man. tell everybody goodbye. Bye, Felicia. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>